Welcome back to another episode of Chris and Harry Unplugged. I'm Harry Sisson. I'm a 21-year-old liberal. I've been uh, posting content on TikTok mainly since 2020. Now it's 2024. My goal is to help get Joe Biden reelected and Democrats all the way down the ballot. Yeah, and I'm Chris Mowry. I'm 22 years old. I'm a Gen Z Democrat from Georgia. I started posting political content on October of 2022. Uh, kind of out of the blue, randomly, uh, with no real expectations, and it kind of propelled me into this field of, um, of of politics and also trying to help Joe Biden win the election. I think both of us have uh, been been passionate about politics since about 16 when Donald Trump won the election. They always say that uh, Trump got a lot of Gen Zers involved in politics because a lot of us hated him, still hate him, um, and he's going to regret that because now we're all— Big time. We're all fighting against him. Now we're voting age. Now we're voting age. Now That's correct. Age. So— um, we both of our main platforms is TikTok. If is if you've never been here before, um, but we also do have this podcast together that we post every Monday at one o'clock or try to. Um, and uh, if uh, <laughs> if you guys are here on YouTube right now, you might notice we are actually in the same room together. This is the first ever in person podcast that we've done. Uh, Carrie and I right now are in the District of Columbia. We're in D.C. Uh, decided to kind of escape. I'm in Atlanta. He's in uh, New York. So decided to kind of escape. For a bit and for a couple days, literally, have just been uh, making tons of content, going live on TikTok. We like do debates every single night. Um, got a PlayStation here, playing video games. It's it's been fun. Yeah, man. I think it's been uh, been a good couple days, um, just chopping up about politics and uh, yeah, the, the, it's cool. Like doing an in person pod is so much more, I think, fun than yeah. like maybe like the the one on when we have like we have this like program where we like. Log in the studio. I have to set up the microphone, the lighting, all this stuff. It's like a whole thing. But this is better. Yeah, no, this is better. better. And um, it's been it's it's genu genuinely been relaxing. I feel like a lot of people ask like um, they ask me at least like how we we like met. And I feel like a lot of people don't know now. Like we've we've become like really good friends. Yeah, we yeah. we met like maybe like eight months ago, nine months, something like that. Eight or nine no, it months. It has ago? to be a year now. Uh, you think it's been a year? Yeah, I think so. At least. No, actually, you're probably right. God, it's already like. Almost March. Yeah, yeah. March. yeah, almost March. Because, yeah, I, I started posting, and he followed me one day, and then uh, I hopped in his live one day, and I think, like, it just turns out not only do we both are both very much passionate about the same things, we're just good friends, playing Madden, playing uh, Modern Warfare, just, just chopping it up. Yeah, just having a good time. Having a good time. So, with that in mind, like we said, it's a special episode of Chris and Harry Unplugged. Uh, we're available on all platforms. If you do want to uh, see the YouTube and, and see us sitting next to each other, you can check that out. Um, and yeah, I think today we just wanted to really talk about what's kind of on everybody's mind and have like a general conversation coming from two people who objectively spend like the majority of our days invested in politics, thinking about politics, reading the news, commenting on politics. It's kind of all we do. Uh, and, and most people these days ask us kind of the quote unquote elephant in the room, which is, you know, Biden is uh, polling low. Um, a lot of people, there's been very, very many, uh, lots of rumblings about uh, in the last four weeks about Joe Biden dropping and not being the nominee and a lot of questions about his mental acuity. Uh, and so Harry and I, from like the perspective of being two Biden supporters, um, and, and we wanted to talk a little bit of like about our opinions on some of these dynamics and what we've seen. How's that sound good? I think it sounds good to me. I think it sounds good. So sounds good. So let's let's start with this. So in the last few weeks, we saw, you know, a, a, a her report. Uh, for a special counsel report that kind of ex really exploded this narrative to a whole new level where the special counsel, um, you know, exonerated Joe Biden from any wrongdoing and very much pointed out that his classified documents were different than Donald Trump's. 
Um, but they also took shots or uh, her took shots at Biden's mental acuity. Um, and so I, I was kind of curious what what you thought about the report mm. first off. And then we can talk a little bit about like the dynamics of the of the PR from Republicans. Yeah, I mean, I just you know, that report was um, insane, insane. You know, this was like a straightforward. Yeah, you know, this is what we found. Um, this is what happened. This is what he did, what he didn't do. Uh, and, you know, an exoneration. Right. But instead, special counsel her decided to take some cheap shots and word things in a way that makes it seems like he is making a psychological determination about Joe Biden as he is unqualified to do. He's a prosecutor, not a neurologist, for example. Um, and, you know, many experts in the legal field have uh, condemned this report, saying that it is politically motivated or that there is politically charged language at a minimum. Um, and it's just I just think it's gross. I just think it's gross what her did. And I, um, you know, the main story from this should be Joe Biden exonerated. Joe yeah. Biden did not intentionally, willfully, knowingly retain classified documents, national de defense information, um, and he is not being charged with a crime, which is the truth. But instead, her wanted the spotlight and, uh, you know, took a took a bad approach. But what do you think about no, the report? No, I, I agree. I think that's well said. I also think, you know, talking about, like, the PR, the, the kind of comms side of it, which I'm always, like, my brain is always fascinated with, is I think, like, the, you know, that is really the moment that the entire discussion around the potential for him to drop or his, his mental acuity really, like, really was hitting the spotlight hard. And I think it's fascinating that, you know, like after that report, the White House within 30 minutes, kind of very randomly that night, yeah. set up a a, a, um, a press conference with Joe Biden where he just came out swinging, right? And out of his 1,500-word speech, he messed up one word. Um, it was, you know, and that kind of dominated the headlines. The rest of his speech, 1,499 words, in my opinion, he was sharp. He was taking swings, and it was good. Uh, and then, like you know, he messes up the the president of um, he refers to the president of Egypt as the president of Mexico, um, or something along those lines. And and again, it's it's all that people talk about. And I never like to say like I don't think there's I don't ever I, I never use the term like the media. I don't really like that. Like I yeah. think it's kind of like a sounds a, like, Trumpy. Yeah, it sounds Trumpy. It's like the media. I don't think there's anything like nefarious going on. I think it is fascinating, like the political dynamic around this of like w objectively, right? One side clearly is so not put together, whether you're a Trump supporter or not. I think you can agree. Like one side is just kind of outrageous in a way that we've never seen. So we, you know, every single day from the Republican aisle, we hear something that to most people at this point is very like, it, you're very desensitized. Everyone just kind of scrolls past it. Trump says something outrageous. He's been talking about, you know, he thinks he said multiple times this month that uh, Obama is in charge of the country. He said in 2016 he ran against Biden. He said Obama was pushing us toward World War II. Like, you know, it's it's very normal to see Trump slip up, rant, say, you know, windmills are causing cancer or causing the whales to come ashore. Marjorie Taylor Greene to compare Donald Trump to Martin Luther King or Nelson Mandela. Like these are all things at this point for the American public are very desensitizing. Like we, we see them. And so it's like he can do all that and no one really no one really cares. But I think it's interesting the dynamic of like Democrats as a whole uh, up are are the party of like the adults. And so I think when you have like something like this happen, a slip up that objectively is much more minor, 
it, it's like what everybody wants to talk about because it's it's like so everybody is so desensitized trump could say anything at this point and no one would be surprised he could slip up in a way no one would be surprised but when all the people who look very put together have one slip up it's like it, everybody wants to talk about it and yeah. i think that's like fascinating to this discussion no it is and like i i you know we've talked about this before people are now holding joe biden to a godly standard if he can't fly if he can't uh, move buildings by himself right you know <laughs> apparently he's not fit to serve right you know this guy oh he can't do it he must be a bad president we should vote in the insurrectionists that makes sense right Duh, makes sense. um so they're holding joe biden to a different standard than donald trump and like again the comparison i make in my tiktok lives all the time is like look you know people were freaking out about joe biden saying oh president of mexico instead of egypt and i'm like trump did the exact same thing with victor orban leader of of uh, hungary called him leader of turkey Right. And nobody says a word. Nobody gives a damn. Donald right. Trump confuses his ex-wife with E. Jean Carroll in the photo. Nobody gives a damn. Uh, you know, and then I mean, and then I just think aside from like the mental acuity stuff, just look at what Trump said recently at a rally that black Americans like him more because he's been indicted. What the fu I mean, I, and, and there was like some hubbub about it. You know, there was some, you know, like, oh, God, that's not a good thing to say. And then. Well, we move on, but you right. know, Joe Biden right. messes up a country. We're still talking right. about it, right? Exactly. No, that's a great point. Like, and again, I, I think you and I are under the same impression that like, it's not even it's not us, you know, saying the immediate pivot of like, oh, Biden does it. Well, Trump does it too. It's actually a conversation yeah. of like, this is absurd because the same people attacking Biden. No, no one wants to speak about Trump. It's like Trump's th stuff just gets swept on the rug. It's very confusing, and yeah. I think. Um, you know, it, it's a fascinating conversation. I think we want, I wanted to start off with like that idea of, you know, like kind of building this, this narrative, yeah. but also we don't want to talk a little bit about this idea that's, that's come to the limelight of like Biden not being the nominee. Um, and, and, and look, I think I want to say this for everybody watching and, and their knowledge of, of politics, um, just so they understand, uh, you know, the, at this point in the race, Joe Biden, it, no other president can. I'm so sorry, I can't speak. <clears throat> Let me try this again. At this point in the race, there is only th roughly two or three states that you can still actually get on the presidential ballot. So you have to meet certain qualifications. You have to get a certain amount of signatures. Um, and so, you know, there's a deadline for that. And so at this point, if you're watching and you're kind of confused, you're like, I don't really understand how this would work. You know, there is no potential nominee that could just like pop up out of the blue and uh, and be like, I'm running. That that does not exist anymore. Um, Joe Biden is very obviously the nominee. So, uh, again, just for the just so you understand how this would work, Joe Biden would have to win every single state. Well, he is going to win every single state. He'd win all the delegates. And then in August, there would be a DNC convention where he would essentially supposed to give a speech accepting the nomination um, for president of the United States. Hypothetically, at that speech, he would say, I'm not accepting the nomination. And then he can essentially, via some nuanced process, give his delegates to somebody else. Uh, so for about two months, from August to like the end of July, there would be this mad scramble to figure out who the nominee would be. And then I, the DNC would, um, I, I guess the DNC, there's some like nuanced process of who then gets the uh, the nomination. So I just want to explain that just f again as like a basis of understanding of like if when we say like 
you know, when people say like Joe Biden's not going to be the nominee, you know, there's not going to be like some person who just pops up. It's too late for that. Um, and so do you, do you, do you really feel like, I'm just curious, like your thoughts when somebody brings this up, I feel like I get this yeah, a lot in person. It's yeah. like, I, I get this all the time, actually, like my, my extended family or like people know I, I'm very invested. They're like, do you, do you really think Joe's going to run? If, if that was just a question someone posed. Yeah. To, well, I always say yes. I mean, I, you know, I, I would recommend for the viewers, like, first of all, you're spot on with the description of like how it happens. Like that is complex stuff. You know what I mean? It's not something that is going to be like, oh, you know, like Joe Biden, you know, at 12 o'clock decides he doesn't want the nomination. Then one o'clock we have a new nominee. It's like, no, no, no. There are going to be so many figures in conversation, uh, different people advocating for different people. If you're from the Midwest, maybe you take a Whitmer. If you're from the West, you take a Gavin Newsom. Right. Um, but and that's just such a complex process. And the Democrats, while doing that, will will further give the Republicans ammunition. They'll make their cases to why this person is bad and this person is bad. And then eventually that chosen nominee will be damaged by our own party, only giving the Republicans more ammo. I mean, we're seeing what Nikki Haley and Donald Trump are doing themselves right now. It's dirty. It's not good. We Unity is good. And um, so, first of all, the process is complex. Um, and why go through that? Why go through that when we have a perfectly capable, very productive, very historic president? I think that you know Joe. I th Joe Biden's the guy. He's the guy. He's who's he's the guy for twenty twenty four. It is uh, when we say it's very likely to be Trump versus Biden. We're not saying it on the Biden side. We're saying it on the Trump side, barring him like going to prison for the rest of his life and then the Republicans ditching him finally. Although you know that's that might be a pipe dream as well. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean I, I say like Joe Biden's the guy to run. And he's our guy, and I'm going to be voting for him in 2024. How do you how do you respond when no, someone I mean, says that to I, you? I agree. I just think like it's it's again it's gotten very it was a fringe idea, and all of a sudden it's gotten very loud. Um, but I'm not sure I've seen again anything to suggest that that would that would take place. I think like yeah. he, we're 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 not up here denying that he's like we're not saying oh he's getting younger. We're not wearing all Joe Biden merch like we're not part of like uh, blue MAGA as some people say, um, but. The idea that, you know, Biden, you know, is not a fit or, you know, someone else needs to run, I think is doesn't make sense to me. And I think like as many people pointed out, the rap sheet speaks for itself. Like he's been very productive, um, passed some like really historic policy. Um, so I just think I just think it's fascinating. I think the entire idea that, um, you know, like this is what's kind of like dominating people's minds is 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 fascinating and and we're, we're four weeks away from like a new york yeah. manhattan case for donald trump criminal case yeah that like even you asked me today like at like 3 p.m in this place you're like i wonder why no one's mentioning that's right that that's coming up in four weeks yeah well, actually chris and i had this conversation today uh where i said to him i was like i was you know uh, district attorney alvin bragg is asking for a gag order on donald trump uh to protect jurors witnesses uh you know court staff things like that and this is like his first criminal trial his first indictment today is well I guess we're filming this on the 26th of, yeah, of, of March or February. And so that, mean that, that, that would mean that a, a, a month from now, exactly a month, will be Donald Trump's first criminal trial starting. And does anybody really know that? Does, that, I mean, does anybody really talk about that? Are we more worried about, like, uh, Joe Biden eating ice cream today, which I'm not joking, was all over Twitter. You know, and, and, and we're not talking about the fact that, oh, yeah, you know, like the Republican frontrunner and former president of the United States is going to trial in a month for paying hush money to a porn star and then lying about what that payment was for. I mean, right. it's just insane. No, it's completely normal stuff. I yeah, think, no, so. I think the follow-up question that I always get that I think people, like, ask me the most, which is part of the why I want to, like, make this video talking about, like, some of the dynamics here and, like, what everyone's talking about is, like, what do you think the 
the Democrats, like their plan needs to be, you know, we have seven, eight months until the election. How, how does, how do we, uh, I guess the question I always get, assuming that like, you know, the polls are, you know, somewhat accurate, whatever, we can never know for sure. But let's, let's assume that like, you know, he, he's not polling great. They need to kind of turn some things around. What do you, what do you think the plan here is that for Democrats, what does it need to be to turn this all around? Well, um, that's a good question. Um, that's a tough one because we don't, we just don't really know a lot yet. Um, you know, if, if, uh, if Trump were, you know, in the middle of a trial, I think we'd have a different answer. Um, but right now, I, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I think that we got to hammer, hammer home the issues to talk about why we're different than them and talk about why Trump sucks. Like, why does Trump suck so bad? And I think a fourth one, even kind of maybe a subsection under three is, as you mentioned earlier, uh, reminding people how bad Trump was, reminding the people of the fact that at the end of the Trump presidency, um, we, we couldn't go to the grocery store and get like paper towels regularly. We were also worried that Trump was so mentally unstable from following January 6th that he was going to launch an attack on China. And that's not just us. That was American military generals also under this fear. We, and we were waking up every single day to Donald Trump tweets attacking an ally or praising an enemy or even verbally attacking an enemy, possibly causing a broader conflict. Uh, you know, we've gotten a lot, gotten very close there a couple of times. So, you know, I think we have to highlight the fact, and I, I mean, I, I kind of just talked about Trump there, we, the trap we fall into. Um, but, you know, talk about the issues, talk about how Democrats are better and talk about how Trump sucks and wh- how much chaos right. it is. Well, it's also so hard, I think, for us, like we're like objectively like political nerds it's like we're we're actual we're actual nerds um it can be hard to not fall in the trump trap but that's what we're calling it lately like you and i is the trump trap it's like he 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 was just recently voted like uh by by like a very prestigious like they you know uh, i forget what it's called but they always like for a long time they've they've gathered like 170 of the brightest uh uh political science people presidential historians who rank presidents all the time and they just ranked him the worst president of all time and and really you don't have to go through all the outrageous controversy you can just start with like the fact that he's the only president to go against the will of the people the will of the government try to overturn an election he didn't win um that's that's that pretty much alone gives you the worst right there i mean that's that's like the only that's pretty bad that's that's pretty bad it's 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 it's, it's, some would say some would say maybe 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 Maybe. sure but i think that like it's it's interesting i i always tell people like democrats need to focus on like cut out just a little bit of the noise we all want to talk about how trump is insane and bad and crazy and and on so many of these issues democrats dominate and they need to balance a little bit and just really hammer out like abortions number one Uh uh-huh got you on every you will democrats will always dominate on abortion any poll i don't care how bad democrats look in the poll they still manage to come out on top out on abortion you need to hammer home abortion especially you know, IVF was taken away in Alabama. You have all these insane restrictive laws going on around the country because Roe was overturned. Hammer them on abortion. Hammer them on climate change. Hammer, hammer them on gun control. Bring out, I don't, you know, bring out the economy. Say these are the bills Joe Biden has passed. This is our plan for the future of America. You don't like it? Okay. Ask them what their plan is. Because right now, yeah. Donald Trump and MAGA is focused on literal political nonsense. All they do all day is say just they have no actual plans for the American people. They just attack political opponents and all that nonsense. Keep asking the questions. 
this is our plan. This is our plan for 20 years in America, more infrastructure, more jobs, uh, you know, more better wealth distribution. This is our plan. What's their plan? This is our plan. What's their plan? And hammer. Exactly. No, I agree. I need, you know what I need? I need a Hillary Clinton, Kamala Harris, uh, rally on abortion. I need Obama out there hitting the airwaves every day about how dangerous Trump is for democracy. And then I need them to let Joe be Joe. I need him to go on the ground ice cream stores, uh, supermarkets, uh, have his own rallies, but have him talk to people one-on-one, have those, uh, uh, those connections caught on video, and to just put, you know, make our strengths, hit our strengths, yeah. and talk about the issues, but we have so many talented people in the party, so many, get Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan talking yeah. about manufacturing, get Governor Shapiro in Pennsylvania talking about real freedom, get, you know, if we, we have so many, ta- so many talented people in the party, so many people who are so good at what they do, Let's really play into our strengths right now and not shy away from it. Yeah. I you think, know? I think, I think objectively, like as much as I hate to say out, say it like they, the messaging as a whole, whether it's from the white house or Democrats, it, it's gotta be less conservative. I yep. think at certain points, like I really liked, even though it, you know, probably scared a bunch of people in that realm, you know, the, the, her report, the, the, the press conference and him mixing up, you know, Mexico and Egypt, I think like it dominated the headlines, but if you watch that speech, he was sharp. He was on it, and he took swings. I mean, he was out there swinging. He tur- yep. he told Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey. I never know how to Fox say his News last reporter, name. Yeah. The, the Fox News reporter, who's objectively an ass. Uh, <laughs> you know, he said, "Biden, Biden, like, are, is your um, what? What do you say? Is your mental state uh, like falling apart or something like that?" And Biden said, "It must be because I forgot I shouldn't have called on you." Like, he's clearly, Boom. yeah, like he's he, well, he was out there taking swings, and it, it was good. Um, and I think they need to play be a little less conservative because I always tell you, you know, in terms of like the PR dynamic and people saying, you know, how do you turn this around? I think it's a great point. Um, bring out the bring out a lot of p- people, Obama, Hillary, Kamala Harris, get them out there, get Biden out there. And people don't talk about like Biden's a fundraising machine. Yeah. Biden has way more cash on hand than Trump and Nikki Haley combined. He outraises both of them by a mile. Um, and if you can play to those those strengths. Um, and just keep hammering it. And I always tell you, like, it's frustrating because Republicans have more in their arsenal in certain senses because they're willing to go so low. They are willing oh, yeah. to stand on a stage and lie so outrageously about anything and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes it can be frustrating because I think, like, Democrats don't do that. No. They just they just don't. Well, and, you know, that's that's a, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, the blessing is that. You know, it shows that Democrats are the real leaders. They're the adults in the room. They're not here to play games or insult the opponent. They're here to, like, legislate and get stuff done, Um, where the Republicans obviously are not. But the con is that, like, you're right. Like, Republicans have more attacks in their arsenal that they're willing to go to than Democrats. Like, you won't see Joe Biden talking about Donald Trump's kids. You won't see Barack Obama right. talking about Trump's wife. No, that that's a great point. You won't see, you know, any of this stuff, right? right? You, you you just don't see it because they're they're people of class, of character, of right. moral, um, and but the Republicans are not. Trump isn't. I mean, do we not remember Trump in the 2016 primary calling Ted Cruz's wife ugly <laughs> and then saying that <laughs> little, his dad killed little, RJFK? Yeah, little, they'll go. They'll they'll go. And again, I'm not. I think it, for the majority of this conversation, unless we're talking about something specific. Um, you know, like we're talking about elected Republican officials. Um, and, and like, I think to people, this sounds like I kind of like outrageous. Like we're not trying to suggest that like Democrats are, are the beacon and they never oh, lie. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's this idea. And like experts in this field talk about this all the time. I've listened to presidential historians say 
We have never seen Trump alone as a president lie so continuously, so outrageously all the time. I always post, I always go to the Washington uh, Post or Washington Journal database. That's, you know, every single lie during his presidency, false or misleading claim is there. You can fact check it. Over 30,000 false or misleading claims. That's over 20 a day. Like, and, and, and not only is it the false or misleading claims about his, you know, one of the biggest ones was like his economic policy claiming, you know, the Chinese tariffs that China was the one paying the tax, oh which is like, he, which is just dead wrong and just <laughs> it, it, to lie about your own economic policy. But again, even the other lows where all these other as like Democrats get up on a stage and are like very professional or like talking about the issues or the things Americans are concerned about, like Donald Trump is talking about people's people's wives, people's kids. You know, he asked um he, he even Nikki Haley the other day, uh, like what was it like? A, oh, yeah, it was a few weeks ago where he was like, where where's her husband? Like, I guess suggesting that her husband was, you know, like, uh, like absent, absent, cheating on her, maybe, or they had split. And her husband is um, out. He's he's serving right now. Deployed he, overseas. He's serving, deployed yeah. overseas, and he's like, where is he? No one's seen him. Like, just those. Like, uh, uh, you, when have you ever seen another politician, specifically a Democrat, take a shot like that? No, never, never. And they shouldn't. Never. They shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. No, I mean, you know, it's I, the Michelle Obama quote: "When they go low, we go high." And I think that is good principle in politics. We should. Um, you know, stay focused and not go to their level. Uh, and it's very hard to because these MAGA Republicans in Congress and Donald Trump and uh, maybe even your family members are. Um, how do I be kind about this? A little crazy. Maybe that's the nicest way to put it. They're a little crazy and they're they're rude and abrasive. Specifically, Trump is that. Um, and you want to hit back so hard. But look, uh, you got to stay got to stay on the moral plane. You got to say, look, I know these people are willing to go to the lows. They're willing to come after Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's family, uh, say that Biden's a bad father because uh, people have personal issues in their lives. Um, but we should just shouldn't do that. And they will. No, I, I agree. You know? I agree 100 percent. Do you do, you, you know, and again, I, I want to reiterate, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of a lot of our conversation today is is, you know, hinging around this idea that um, kind of what we've been hearing in in the last like four weeks of just like this very this dominating discussion about like is Biden fit is Biden there is Biden not I wanted to bring up one more thing before we move um, is in all of this that I just posted a video about this what's fascinating is you know like uh, again this idea that like Republicans are, are just willing to uh, elected Republicans PR wise are willing to do anything and everything and they're facing a massive narrative problem right now that I feel like no one's talking about which is again like now we've got this special counsel report from her from his own DOJ suggesting taking shots at his mental acuity. And Republicans ask me all the time, Trump, Trump supporters say, you know, his own DOJ is saying he's too old, he's not fit, he's, he, he has no idea where he is, he needs to drop, like, he, you know, he can barely walk. But the other dominating narrative that literally Donald Trump's entire campaign run depends on, it all hinges on this idea that Biden is directing his DOJ, weaponizing his DOJ, to go after Donald Trump. And those two things are existing on the same plane. The same people are repeating those same things every single day. So is Biden, you know, a, a mastermind for the first time ever directing his Department of Justice to go after Trump and I guess like make all this fake evidence, you know, against Trump. So his whole DOJ is working for him and will listen to his every every order. Or is his DOJ not working for him and they're willing to take shots at him? 
And again, there's multiple layers to this. Is he so old that he has no idea what's going on? Or is he a criminal mastermind who's like directing his DOJ? That would require to know exactly what's going on. So it's like they're willing to, to, to I think PR-wise, part of like the polling and like the conversation, you, you got to like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like in a lot of senses, you, Democrats are like entrenched and like kind of like playing whackable, trying to like whack narratives. Right. There's like a hundred of them. Just got to right. kind of silence the noise a little bit, talk about the issues. And I, and I think that's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I think you find this a lot in Republican um, you know, rhetoric that they're just completely contradictory all the time. All the time. Just absolutely yeah. all the time. And this is like the best example that Joe Biden doesn't know where he is. He's sleepy and all that stuff. But also like Kevin McCarthy called him smart, saying that he's right. a tough negotiator. Or how about, you know, oh, but Joe Biden doesn't know where he is. He can't walk. Oh, but he's also simultaneously pulled off the greatest crime in american history and nobody has any evidence of it not even trump appointed judges trump appointed doj trump appointed fbi trump appointed department of homeland security nobody it would quite literally be the the most insane logistical feat to pull off because you'd you'd be directing them but then i guess that also suggests that there's like not evidence so then you have to convince like all these grand juries and the judges that these indictments are real as they're reading them but i guess if they haven't figured out some people would claim like well they're all in on it too the judges who were Trump, it's it's a headache. No, remember, Chris, everybody in the FBI, everybody in the CIA, everybody in the DHS, everybody in the DOJ, all of these agencies. And by the way, every judge across the United States of America is all in on it. Do you well, not know this? Well, <laughs> no. I, well, that's you know, what's funny about that. I always get part of when I actually do get very angry at in tick in like talking to individual people on TikTok live when they suggest that it's always like I'm like, do you have any evidence? Or like, you just got to open your eyes. It's. It's almost like, I think we get frustrated because it it almost feels like condescending. Like your people are talking down. Yeah. Where it's like this idea that like they're like, you know, all you know, we're MAGA is over here and we see it. We see that you guys are all being played. Uh, we have no evidence and we can't really explain it. But like, just just open your eyes. Like we're up here. We get it. You guys are still kind of stuck in the there, in know, the misinformation. They're very comfortable in their stupidity. It's it, it's very frustrating. They're very comfortable it's in very, it. They love yeah. being in it. Ignorance is bliss is the saying. It, it, that is the saying. That's the saying. They say they, and they love being ignorant. They love uh, believing that there's, you know, criminal mastermind Joe Biden who can't walk downstairs and you know can't can't think straight apparently and doesn't yeah, the, you know yeah, right right doesn't know what's sense. going on. So so you know answer me this. I think. The other, you know, moving just for a second, talking about kind of those are the dynamics. Those are the things Democrats need to do moving forward, uh, I think, in seven or eight months to kind of like turn things around. They have a lot of cash, focus on the issues, be a little bit less conservative. Um, and, and kind of like the, the as you talk, if, you know, people watching, we, we appreciate you guys being involved. If you talk to friends or family, always be kind, always be respectful. You know, take the, uh, take the, well, you, you just, you just called like, I guess technically you just called MAGA stupid, but always be kind. Always do, you dis- do you disagree? <laughs> do I, what's the question do, do, <laughs> overall do you think that like MAGA as an ideology is stupid and that people as an ideology it? yeah it's stupid okay and what about people and what does that make people who believe it you know I think I you know this is this is actually an interesting discussion that you and I don't don't look at the camera like that don't look at the don't don't look at the camera like that don't look. well there's a problem here I think you and I like I, I don't know I think I'm like so, I, I, you don't have to say all MAGA. I would not. I would not go on a limb and say like every person that's in MAGA is stupid. Okay. But what I will say. <laughs> oh, but I would. What I will say is that the die-hard people. Okay, I agree. 
are well, stupid. So let so let me kind of let me like explain my thinking for a second. I agree with that. Mm. I, I agree that like the very diehard like, you know like, like, you know what I mean when I say that. The very diehard MAGA, dumb, stupid. I also think I don't know. I I always like and some people say like even I'm too conservative about this when I'm on TikTok live or I'm like, don't kind of like swing hard enough on this. But like, I don't know, man. It's just so for, I'll give you like kind of like a personal story. Like my grandparents on my mom's side both voting for trump mm. and they're probably watching this podcast which is hilarious they actually like very much support me and like always give me very kind words but very much like disagree and like we don't talk about it because if we did it would not go well anyways but they they you know they talked about like i i you know they're very much caught up in like the biden mass criminal mastermind like all the magazine ah. but they're also like the economy was better and we're on a fixed income and we just want the economy to be better. And so yeah. it's like, you know, as, as to see like, to, to, to like watch and know, like at the bottom of all the reasoning, there's like, you know, even though I'd very much disagree with this reasoning, which is like, we we're on a fixed income. We have to get through retirement. We want to keep our house. You know, I don't think that's a reasonable explanation, but does that like make them, is that like, would that be, maybe I'm just like, I don't know. No. I, so, I mean, like if, if someone is like, you know, just on a simple level, maybe they don't pay attention to politics all that much. They're like, you know, I, I, I just felt better under Trump. Like, you know, I thought the economy was better and things like that. And, you know, I mean, maybe in your case, your grandparents, I want to keep my house, whatever it might be. I'm like, I can understand that. I can understand that, you know, if you're, if this is not something you, you know, are passionate about, you don't do it like we do, which is not normal, by the way, we don't do it. It's not, not, you shouldn't do what or, we or do. We're, yeah. Well, you should not. It's do very unhealthy. It is. Um, it's really unhealthy. But if have you, you do it, like, have you eaten today? No, I haven't. Yes. Yeah, have you? No. Yeah. Continue. By the way, it's it's like eleven thirty at night. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. No, no. If well, you're not yeah, passionate, yeah, yeah. If, if you're not, not passionate weird like us, it's easy. Not. It's easy to like get wrapped up and like, oh, it was this way then, but it's not this way now. I want to go back to that. But there's but not true at all, right? Well, not true at all. But once you start dabbling in the Joe Biden's a master a mastermind criminal. I'm going to have some problems. <laughs> he said, I'm going to have some problems. I'm going to have some problems. So let me ask you this. A lot of people also want to know, a lot of the conversation we hear nowadays, moving for a second, um, <clears throat> you know, because I love you, uh, <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa. Love you, Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people in MAGA are great people. All people, some people say. How many people? <clears throat> Anyways, um, when do you think that you, like, people ask us this all the time on Twitter, too. This, I feel like, is dominating right now, but, like, you know, we're we're paid by the DNC or we're we're kind of like, you know, people want to know a lot about our past often. And so I also wanted to kind of bring up like, when do you think the first time you got like you kind of were like, holy shit, like Donald Trump is like a problem. I feel passionate enough to like maybe not, you know, maybe maybe pa maybe just passionate enough to like as a 16, 17 year old, like try to learn. about. Mm. It. Do, you, do you kind of remember that for yourself? you? Know, good question. It's a great question. It's a great question. <laughs> So terrific! It's one of the best questions. No one can. No one <laughs> no, can. No one can ask questions. No one does like questions I, better. No one. I know a lot about wind. That's what he <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, I was uh, telling Harry a minute ago before we started this podcast. Like, I was reading. Like we always say, the other thing Democrats need to do is no one seems to remember even the people who didn't hate, who like hate Donald Trump. They. A lot of people don't <laughs> seem to remember how bad Donald Trump's presidency was. 
What are you laughing about? I, ju- I just can't get over the quote you read to me earlier. I know yeah. so much about yeah. wind. I know, dude. Like, people don't remember how every single day was so disastrous and embarrassing on, like, a, a domestic policy level, foreign policy, but also just, like, obviously the things he said. It's like a, I read some story, like, I, I scrolled for a while to find this. It's like a random, it's like 2019. He went to, like, a congressional committee, like, annual dinner or something, something very random. Um, and he got up on the stage and he started rambling and he was talking about how windmills, you know, he said that if you live next to a windmill, your house, your, your home value will go down 75%. And he said, also, they say the noise causes cancer. And the following month he'd go, or like the following few months, he'd go to a rally and say like, I essentially say, I don't support windmills because they don't work when the wind's not blowing. And he would go on to say this quote, like, Oh, well, you know, I have to tell my wife we're not going to be able to watch TV. Honey, can't watch TV. Wind's not blowing. I know a lot about wind. And, like, objectively, I don't think I need to explain why all three of the things I just said are, like, incredibly stupid. I want to remind you of another quote while we think about that from Donald Trump. It, co- it goes, I have the best words. He says, I, I, know, I know words. I have the best words. And, and he's saying, I know wind. I know wind. Yeah, hey, it's going to be one of the wettest hurricanes we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. <laughs> what a great, what a great. I mean, dude, when, when we're looking at Brett, dude, it's stunning me. Like, we have, we have to look at, like, when you have to teach kids politics in school. I remember being six or seven. Dude, I remember being. From the standpoint of water. That's, that's my favorite Donald Trump quote ever. From the, when you're six or seven or eight or whatever, I remember being watching Obama get inaugurated and thinking, you know, this is like, uh, well, understanding it was like a big deal. I was young. I was born in 2002. Um, and so, like, you know, I remember listening to a man who I was, was very, was, was so just incredible. I, I, Obama was my favorite president, so inspiring. I remember, you know, realizing, like, this is a really incredible family man, the way he speaks, so inspirational. And, like, think about those, the quotes, some of the famous quotes from each of the presidents. Some of them objectively shitty. Well, you know, Bush, shitty, shitty president. But you line up all these quotes, and then you have, like, you know, some of Obama's favorite quotes, some of, like, these very powerful um, things from politicians, very inspirational. And then just Donald Trump. <laughs> it's a, it's going to be one of the wettest hurricanes we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. <laughs> what a fucking state. What a genius. What, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a stable. You, you, ever, you remember that photo of um, – Donald Trump looking at the eclipse with no no glasses on. <laughs> he's like, like, like we all they, know, they, they, don't stare at eclipses. It's like, yeah. he's like, he's oh. like, <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure right before that, he's like standing next to Melania, like right before that, they had just done. Some, wait, I don't know. There's just something, because I guess that was at the White House, but like everyone had just been like informed not to, you know, they they because they handed out the glasses, and then they had been informed not to look at the sun. Yeah. Uh, and then you know Donald Trump like comes out. I, I think he had the glasses on. Yeah, that's fine. And, th- and then he took them off, and he just immediately <laughs> looked straight at <laughs> He looks extremely, straight at the eclipse, which, by the way, can blind you. All right? You oh, can, look at this. I know it. it, it <laughs> he's just blinking. <laughs> yeah, he had just taken off his glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here he is with the glasses yeah, on, and, and then he takes them off and starts pointing <laughs> at the eclipse. It's, it's I mean, uh, I mean. Dude, that picture of Baron is crazy. You know, he's like 6'7". Yeah, that guy's real tall. He, the Lakers need him, bro. I I don't know what the Trump family's doing, but get him on the. I'm a Lakers fan, bro. Get him on the Lakers. Get, get him. Get him on there. Um, but no. What do you, What do you think the first moment is that you were like, Trump needs to? What are you looking at now? Are you looking at like? <laughs> are you looking at funny Trump quotes? 
Oh. All right, we're gonna do some more Trump quotes, okay, and then okay. we're gonna we're gonna answer okay, your question. Okay, go, go, do it. I, quote: I had some beautiful pictures taken in which I had a big smile on my face. I looked happy. I looked content. I looked like a very nice person, which in theory I am. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> no, nice. That I, I want you to. Find, you should find the Thanksgiving quote. There's a 2019 Thanksgiving quote that I read today too, where he's like, "They're like, Pre- Mr. President, what are you thankful for?" <laughs> and he's like, "I'm thankful." I'm not even lying. There's some quote about this. He's like, I'm thankful for myself for doing such a terrific job rebuilding this country. Listen to, like, um, listen to this. Quote, sorry, losers and haters. <laughs> sounds like a 13-year-old on Reddit. Sorry, losers and sorry, haters. Sorry, losers and haters. But my IQ is one of the highest, and you all know it. Please don't feel stupid or insecure. It's no, not your fault. No way he said <laughs> yes, it's a real quote. Wait, where did he, dude? I wonder, I wonder when he said that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's always a good time. It's always a good time in paradise, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, some of these. I'm just trying to read through these. Oh, and I mean, I don't even want to, want to read the one of him talking about his genitalia. Oh, well, he's just like a, the one where he's like, uh, they say I have small hands. I guarantee uh-huh. you there's no problem down there. Yeah, 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 Dude, yeah. I mean, t- to be an American, I just, to be an American, it's such a stain on the White House. It's such a stain on that building. It's, it's, it, it like hurts your head. It hurts your head, truly. I mean, I just can't even believe it, it's freezing and snowing in New York. We need global warming. <laughs> All right, I'm done. The here. classic, like mixing up weather and climate. That's good. No, that's we, a we good need, one. He goes, we need global warming. It's. I mean, and, I mean, you know. The, anyway, that's a, that's a little fun little interjection we just had. It's the wettest standpoint we've ever seen. It's the wettest hurricane we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. I think right. that same hurricane was like having a meeting with like FEMA or something, and he's like, he's like, there's gonna be, we've seen torrential downpours, so much water, so wet, incredibly wet, or something <laughs> like very similar. I'm like, dude, what? What the hell are you talking about right now? I mean, anyway, to, to answer your question, after our little sidebar on Trump quotes, hope you enjoyed. It. I had a good time. I, I had a good time. Those reading those quotes. I think it was for me. It was the debates, and it was the um, the tape of him the, saying "grab the, women by the blank." The the uh, the the general the yeah the debate. Oh, sorry, I should preface this by saying like in 2016, like okay. when I was like 16, the 15 years debates? old. No, no, no. The one versus Hillary Clinton. Oh, okay, okay. The um, I was, you know, I was like what, sixteen, fifteen years old. Whenever these were taking place, maybe fourteen, even. I don't even know. Um, twenty sixteen. That would have been fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. I was just getting into politics, sort of, just basically, really getting into it, really starting to read. And of course, Trump had like really terrible moments before that. But the debates, I remember watching them in English class, like we in Ireland, right? We they put yeah. them on in English class, and yeah, we'd you, watch were, you were you were you were born in Ireland. Yeah. No, I was. Born or in you were born in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. But then you lived. But in I lived Singapore. in Ireland during the time of the election, and we would watch them in English class. And I would watch them. We're we're all like me and a bunch of fourteen-year-old dudes, all boys' school, were baffled at what we were hearing. We were like, "What on earth is this guy doing?" And they'd all look at me, being like. It's this you? This your yeah, fault? You're, you're I said, American, bro, I'm just right? a guy, dog. I'm just you a guy. This has nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. I hate him. Hate him. Um, and, and I, I, <laughs> I specifically remember the one with a town hall type debate where, like, Trump was like, and I'm sure you guys remember this one. Trump was like stalking Hillary Clinton on stage. There's so many, uh, uh, so much footage from that debate of which Trump is like in the in the the, the scene behind Hillary Clinton, like in the camera. He's just like look. Kind of like what's looking on. Like, like, what's you, going on you, over there? You mentioned that to me once, and like, I don't really like. Like, I, I remember that, and I remember like a lot of what he said, specifically like the famous like, you know, 
so, something about how like all of Hillary's friends use the use her tax loopholes. Oh like, yeah. But I don't I don't really remember. You have to show me like some of those videos. About, yeah. Like, stalking I will for sure. Thing. Yeah. It's it was creepy. And then of course like the the tape where he's like, the oh, tape. I grab women by the blank. I don't even wait. They just right. let me do it. Or, or no, sorry. They didn't. They, they not that they just let me do it. He's like, I just don't even wait. I just do it. Do That's it. what he said. Right. Um, and that that you know, it's like, like propelled you into. Yeah, I mean, it really gave me the perspective. Like Trump really sucks, but what about you? What was like the, yeah. the defining moment for you? I don't know. I feel like I feel like I was just prepared to ask you. To be honest, I never even thought about my own. Mm. I feel like I don't know. I think like probably similar. I think like I I really didn't know. Like I we're so we're so, people are gonna laugh at this because we're so young, but like. You know, um, we uh, I didn't know who Donald Trump was. Like, obviously, yeah. we're too young. Like, we didn't know him as like the the apprentice star or whatever. So, I don't know. I remember I remember seeing him go down the escalator, um, like the escalator, and like not under like not knowing who he was or like what was going on. Um, and I my father has always been like very invested in pol like politics and news, but they've never they would never tell me who they voted for or like wow. what their views were like. They would like I love my parents to death would guide me in like a direction, but they would never tell me, I guess, from the standpoint is like they didn't want to like influence my like they kind of want to find it out. Um, so I didn't know who they were like voting for for a long time. But, you know, I like when my, the news on my my father, like very invested. I'd be like, you know, what's going on? He's like, oh, you should you should watch the debates, whatever. Um, and I don't know. I feel like I started watching the debates. I'm sure like the tape for me was out just outrageous. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, what? the hell i remember like starting to debate people like in high school and be like you know this guy kind of seems like a fucking moron even as like a 14 year old you're kind of just like or 15 or however i guess i'm a year older so i was like 15 um and i was like you know i think um i remember the night he won i remember like very vividly getting a haircut and like the lady cutting my hair was like you know, what's up? I was like, not much. Just seeing if the country collapses tonight. I was like <laughs> 15, like uh, just hoping, hoping he didn't win. But I don't know. I, this is interesting. I, I struggle with my memory sometimes. Uh, Get him out. <laughs> said, Get him out. Not, yeah, hey, no, Chris, do you have everyone dementia? Does. Do everyone you have dementia? does. Hey, I might. Do you have dementia? Are you I fit might. to be on the podcast? I don't think so. Did you, did you stumble over a word? I did. No, you got to get the fuck out. I actually didn't even. Ju I stumbled over multiple words, but I also like literally. Get him out. Podcast over. No more episodes. <laughs> I have like ten, I have like a really bad memory about like before I was the age of like ten. It's pretty bad. Uh, I, it, you know, it's actually a really good point. Like people ask me stuff. Like my family's like, do you remember like this trip a few years ago or something? I'm like, no, I have no. No, but Chris, that. do you remember where you put one document twenty years ago? Do you remember this? I couldn't get tell him you. out. <laughs> he said, get, 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 him the, out. Get, get the hell no, out. No, but I'm going to think about that. You'll have to ask me on the next podcast yeah, yeah. like if I can go back and remember specifics. I have, I do have a video of, in my phone. I, I was getting really invested. Downloaded a few on TikTok, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like scrolling all the way up my camera roll. I saw you with like the really like shaggy hair and like talking about something. Yeah, yeah. yeah dur during Trump's presidency. But I don't know. I think people in high school knew me as just like this raging liberal. Like I used to post these things on my Instagram story, to, like private Instagram stories, like rant, like lit similar to my videos now. Um, of like ranting in the like just in random places about politics and how it made no sense, um, and I was definitely less informed then. But it was uh, it's really when I got invested. It was a good time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like with with Trump, like everything just kind of blends. So it's hard to remember like a specific <sighs> moment where you're like, this guy really sucks. There's yeah. like not a moment where he hasn't yeah. sucked. It's just like a moment where you well, discovered how bad he sucked. Well, I mean, right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. And I'm also curious how it's gonna be even in November, dude. I feel like. How much I think about politics now and like, like, you know, I, I volunteer at the Georgia State Capitol 
um, as a staffer, uh, and I do like social media, and this is my whole life. Like I wake up thinking about politics, I dream about politics. Yeah. I go to sleep thinking about like, just I can only imagine people are gonna ask us about this time in our lives, and I'm gonna be like, I don't know, I don't really remember. It all just kind of blends. Well, I'm I'm curious. Did the, does the DNC pay you to dream about politics, Major? Yeah, so they pay me like on a per dream basis. Per dream basis. Because like when I when I originally got involved, because people often like on Twitter, people are often like. You know, they tell me this. They, people tell me this all the time. Like your growth wasn't organic. You know, someone like suggesting I'm suggesting I'm a plant or something. I guess, um, which like makes sense to me. I I they're like well, first of all, they, they uh, it's very uh, it's very kind of them to suggest that like I just exploded. I'm just a super known well, figure. That, isn't that what's nice about it? Isn't that so flattering? Yeah. Like, they're, like, you're dude, like I, they're like, I, wow, I'm so impressed by this 22-year-old Chris Mowry's success that I'm it like, must be fake. Yeah, like, all right. I'm like, mm, like okay, if I, that's right, odd. Right. But also, um, yeah, so like when I when they first like approached me, because uh, like this is the best use of their time. So they, <laughs> they have like no idea who, who I am. Uh, I've never like, I don't have like any presence, but I guess they thought that like they should just pick up a random kid and like just tell him to talk about politics yeah. so what they did was when i went <laughs> to hillary's house oh they, they, they planted this thing in my brain okay and it can tell when i'm like dreaming about certain things and they can like it's a meter of like telling if it's good or bad and if i have like a good dream about politics that's good for democrats they like it's it's a direct deposit thing oh okay yeah 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 well you know as long as it's not Neuralink, it'll be fine <laughs> you know <laughs> it's, no, no, no. You're all right. They uh, in the meetings, they all laugh about that because like Elon's way behind. It. Oh yeah, he's way behind. No, no, exactly. Well, that makes sense. You know what? I, can I tell you something also before we end this off? Yeah. I really enjoy the fact now that like there's actual people online who will quote tweet this conversation, oh, yeah. and like Twitter is so conspiratorial nowadays that like if you get something like a, with a little bit of like we've joked about stuff like this on podcast, people will be like. What did they? I think one time you joked about um, going to Epstein's Island, and oh, and, yeah, and yeah, there was yeah. like multiple tweets. I was next to you. We were in person at that time too, uh, not for a podcast, for like a video. People were like actually suggesting. They're like, "Do you think like is is like is Harry like?" You can clearly tell that like he's not joking by his. They were like zooming in on my you and I's facial expressions when you said it. So I also just enjoy this because I like the fact that like as we continue to like make jokes about it, more and more people will like try to analyze it. Oh, yeah, but that's who he knows, like, the MAGA stupid people. You make it easy. I, I, yeah, I agree. If you're on Twitter trying to analyze whether, like, what we just said is a joke, you, um... God, I'm mean, aren't I? I think you and I have different dynamics. Yeah. I think I'm too nice. Maybe I don't know, I'm too mean. I don't know that you're too mean. I don't know that you're mean at all. I think I'm just too nice, and maybe that makes you appear mean when you're not. You know what I, I just have a zero-tolerance policy for them. Zero-tolerance, that's good. That's good. Zero tolerance. <laughs> you know what they say. <clears throat> so what are we going to do after this? <laughs> what are we going to do after this? Bro, eat. Can we eat, please? Yeah, we should We should eat. play some Madden. Yeah. Maybe I'll pop a TikTok live. All right, guys, listen, that's it for us. Uh, yeah. We're out of here. If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, it really mean a lot. If you could uh, give, a, give us a like or if you're on Spotify, a review or on any any of those platforms, a review or a like on, on YouTube, uh, subscri uh, subscribe if you want to. We'll be back next week, Monday at one o'clock. We're gonna we're gonna get better about the podcast. We apologize. Thank you so much, each and every one of you, for all your support. It's it's been absolutely incredible, amazing. We do not take you for granted. Um, and you can go check us out on TikTok. Watch our TikTok live debates every night. Um, our DMs are always open on Instagram. We do get quite a few DMs, but we always try we always read them uh, and try to respond. So um, just know we appreciate you and we love you. And um, 
yeah we're also uh you can uh the in the description of either spotify or apple Podcasts or youtube or whatever you're listening on um there'll be uh info or links to uh all of our socials if you want to check it out uh yeah that's about it any final words no i think we'll wrap it up there you know what they say harry when life gives you lemons democracy never (laughs) no democracy never bends i'm sorry Democracy never breaks. It bends, but it doesn't break, Harry. We're going to win in 2024. Clip it. <laughs> Sorry. What, 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 oh, I, I stumbled. I stumbled over stumbled. a word. All right, we're out of here. All right, we love you guys. guys.